Welcome back to Kind of Funny's The Mandalorian in review. That's right. We are reviewing every episode of season one of The Mandalorian. I'm Tim Geddes. This is Andy Cortez. We got Big Kev Dog over there. Greg Miller. I know his real name. Repping Team Rocket. No, you don't, you I liar. Did. I watched the. I, I saw the headline. I clicked on it. I wasn't afraid. Now I know it. I am the Mandalorian, everyone. I know the information. I Wait. can hold it over all your heads. I don't heads. know what the hell he's talking so about. So you're, you're him? No. Oh. But, but, but anyone is it Greg? Is his name also <laughs> Greg? <laughs> 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 yeah, and we got Nick Scarpino as well. I have what? no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. IGN or GameSpot ran a story that was like, oh, we now know the name of the Mandalorian. Uh, or the Mandalorian's name. I was like, yeah, right let's now. click on it. Yeah, and I clicked on it, and it was BP. a featurette, featurette with Pasco, who's like, like well, I'm the Mandalorian, <laughs> and says the guy's name. Or girl's name. Not going to ruin it. Oh, wow. Oh, shit. <laughs> That'd be amazing if he takes it off his Leia. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, whoa. All time. Hope. Uh, this is a show that we do every Friday when the new episodes of The Mandalorian come out. You can watch it live on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames, or you can watch it later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnyroosterteeth.com, or you can listen to it as a podcast. Just search for Kind of Funny Reviews in your favorite podcast service, including Spotify, including Beyond Pod, including Apple Podcast. Uh, we'd appreciate some uh, good reviews. We would not appreciate bad reviews. Thank you very much for all mm-hmm. of that. We don't appreciate them We respect bit. them, but we hate them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Pull it. There you go, Nick. I believe in you. Oh, shit. It's It's calling to you. (laughs) Uh, You can get this show ad-free by going to patreon.com slash kind of funny. You can also write in your haikus and review. I don't know if anyone did it for this one, but uh, I'll check later. It's going to be a fun time. Uh, Today we are talking about chapter two. The child. The child. Uh, A little background for this. We actually got to go see a screener courtesy of Kevin Coelho. Uh, all of us got to see it. Uh, episodes one, two, and three in a theater. That was a lot of fun. So um, no future spoilers. But no we're not future talking spoilers. about three. So that's the thing is we're sticking to two for this episode. I want everyone at this table to be clear of that. Some people need to know more than others. Andy. God, Andy. Yeah. So, uh, Nick. Andy. <laughs> Real quick, I, I, I didn't see it in theater, I, I, so I haven't seen episode three yet. Where do you where are you guys getting the name of this episode? Because in the Disney Plus app, it still just said chapter two for me. When the episode starts, it said the child, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it said in yellow text like Star Wars. Two. Chapter two, the child. The child, yeah. Huh. That's weird. Maybe did you not see that on Disney app? I don't think I did. I'm, I'm, guys, I'm jumping in. I watched it this morning. Guys, I'm going in. Do you remember? Did they rename the first one? The first chapter? Because the first chapter said chapter one, right? The thing is, are they going to New Hope it? Yeah, that's (laughs) maybe. I don't know. There should be a fun. I I I liked watching all three of them together. By the way, Um, my one of my criticisms last week was that I wish I could I could. Like the story was just enough to make me want the next one, and I want to be able to click it. So watching uh, the first one again, and then watching the second one, and then going into the third one, I was like, "Oh, this is this is to me how I'd like to view this." Which is like, there's there's enough story there and enough character development, especially in the second episode, where I'm like, "Okay, let's let's see where this goes." And I really want to like, I want to binge these badly. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no, but yeah. and I get I get what their strategy is. I totally understand why they're doing it. But like to me, this is binge worthy TV at its best. We breaking I, in. We still in the files? Gonna, I'm, I'm just calling up Kathleen, man. Kathy, oh, what's up? Well, I mean, I, as I we knew learned you were gonna go to in the Q&A so at quick. the screener, they're still filming. So really? We couldn't break in and take everything. Oh, this season two is what they're filming? Yeah, I was, just, um, I, I was sorry, guys. I got, to up. The, I got to the screener late. Sorry, guys. <laughs> sorry, Andy Typical Andy. Uh, I was going to say, I, I actually really like it being week to week. Just coming in and being excited to talk about Star Wars every week sounds really cool. Like, uh, this morning I came in and I was talking to Barrett and it was just one of those cool things where it's like I like this I like that I like that too it, yeah, yeah I absolutely agree and I feel like the, you were talking last week about how they ended episode one with the, the reveal of the child and you're just like holy crap I can't wait for the, the next one episode two I feel like ends in a similar way where it's just like 
if they can keep this up of having the episodes end with something that is making me think about the next one, mm-hmm. and that's really, really, really yeah. cool. Barrett, three minutes, 49 seconds. Chapter two, The Child. Huh. You've lost mic privileges for the rest of the show. Oh, shut uh, it off, Barrett. All right. But when we cool. have questions, we'll yeah, but when we, when we need you <laughs> to Google okay. no, stuff. I, and, the, the mic will be off. I'm sorry. It's, it, it's too late. I'm That's sorry. Fine. I can't hear you. The mic's off. Um, <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I did watch it at six in the morning and I was super out of it and I actually went back to bed after I, I watched it. So That's what happens if you start okay. pounding White Claws at 3.15 the day before? <laughs> <laughs> I today. I sobered up like an hour after that. All right? Chapter Greg. two, The, the Child. child. Uh, released November 15th, 2019. Directed by Rick Fumi, Fumiyua. That sound that sounds like the, the right thing. He's a Nigerian American director, producer, and screenwriter of productions including The Wood, Brown Sugar, Talk to Me, and Dope. Hmm. You see uh, Dope? I love, I love Dope. It's real good. It's dope. He is also the executive producer of Hassan Minaj's Homecoming King stand-up special. Is he really? My favorite stand-up special. He's got a ever. really good um, and you can tell here, he's got a really good like sense of comedic timing and humor in this mm-hmm. and i and i that's I, I liked this episode a lot more than the first one because of that because it had a little bit more i don't want to say pluckiness but it had a lot more jealous man what's that i feel like they hate the jaws they committed so to the like yeah. the the whimsicalness of jawas yeah i feel like they they really kind of stretched everything out both the sound crawler and the jawas themselves i think lent themselves so easily to humor and i think that it really worked but also do, at the end of this episode where you're like I kind of want to party with Jawas. No. Yeah, I it's the opposite. Guys. Where it's like, I don't ever want to park a spaceship yeah, near them. Egg. When he was in, And I would have murdered all of them. When he was riding in the thing and bumped his head, I could just be like, fuck this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that shot of him just kind of like yeah. splitting yeah, 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 yeah. It's just like, I hate this. It was like the Incredibles car when, yeah. <laughs> when Mr. Incredibles in the little tiny car. Yeah. But I mean, I liked it because I think this episode specifically put him in a lot more situations where, where, where you saw him a lot more vulnerable and a lot of... I, I, I but did it. you like that? Because that was what you didn't like about one, right? That he I, wasn't like a super crazy... The well, Mandalorian. No, what I didn't like about one was that it just, it just kind of felt generic, like they were putting him in generic sequences. And in this one, I thought it was a lot more creative what they were doing with it. Like gotcha. when he fights the big horn thing, yeah. I'm like, oh, he's getting yeah. his ass kicked yeah. by this thing. And he's trying all of his tricks and, and it's not working. And, and I love and, that moment when he, he gets out and he pulls the knife and he knows he's going to die. And he's just doing this like I'll go out bravely. Yeah, and I was like, oh, that's cool. And also, I think they did a very very smart thing in this which was my you know a critique i had last week was that it's very difficult to humanize someone that's always wearing a mask so you have to have another character with them that the audience can can empathize with and jesus christ they nailed it they so could hard. not have possibly made another put, put another thing in here that i love more yeah i you, it's like you a little cracking hair, up it's like a hairless gizmo just I want one. I want it running around. Like when he looks over and it's just standing there and he puts it back in the thing and he looks back over and it's standing there again. It's so, so cute. Perfect. And it's great because then you have you can have him be intense and cool and you can have and he cares about something now. Yeah. Which I like a lot. And this thing is now going to be the MacGuffin of I mean it really they really did a good job to, to, to humanize him, which which I needed, right? I needed I needed to see that moment. Um, well, it's like sorry, that's in the third one. We needed to see the moment where he's like, where you know, he's unscrewing the little ball thing, and he's like, no, stop playing with these. Like yeah. he's becoming a dad, and he's and he's starting to realize there's more to. Uh, oh, this. Wait, whoa! What, what, How what, is this happening? Yeah, wow, that was so it's scary. Been a long oh time. Water is here, oh everybody. What is going what on? Is? That was terrifying. <laughs> 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 I am the Begun the Clone Wars. <laughs> <laughs> 
Wow, wow. Are you, are you like, yeah, your new show? Your, this is your new show, The Mandalorian. Pretty Thanks for producing it. Yeah. <laughs> I am The Mandalorian. Oh, Watto's The Mandalorian under the mask. That's, what, oh, that's no. the name I heard, of course. Oh, if you didn't know. Oh, wow. It sounds like Jar Jar. <laughs> what, happened to, what happened to you, Annie? <laughs> so much change in you. All right, well, I'm not here. I don't know if I like this narrative. I don't like this narrative at all. Very, I'm very much not a fan of this Watto. Yeah. I, I am good in Mandalorian. Right? <laughs> he sounds like <laughs> <laughs> Me so good. <laughs> my, my accent changes. <laughs> character, the other actor died. The scarf is a nice touch. <laughs> the the Franciscan monk Watto. <laughs> Not a look we've seen often from him. He is toned down. Yeah, I like him a lot now. Thanks, Watto. Thanks for coming in. Man. Join my show. <laughs> Not, okay. He's like a maitre d. How is the wine? We like ambush. <laughs> In the water that we're, we're used to. A lot, a lot less yeah. angry. Yeah. yeah. A lot more uh, palatable. Yeah. Yeah. I like well, it more. I would say trying less. Up. You know what I mean? Someone would say he's just trying. Other. I think yeah. just I don't know, so, so going to uh, what you're thing. talking about. Let's Nick. just hold on real quick. Let's, we just can't tell anybody who it was. Like, okay. it was nobody. Uh, it was water. Yeah, it was water. Anybody Anyone can wear the mask. Anybody. Yeah. Anyone can wear the mask. It's true. Uh, so when you were talking about the Mandalorian, like last week, the like, should he be Superman? Should he not be Superman? I love that in this, it's like, now that we're two episodes in, it's pretty clear that like maybe he's not a badass. Well, no. Like when the uh, the client guy in the first episode was just like, "Oh, he's the best in the parsec." It's like, is he? Or is so, he? Because he's getting his ass kicked. Well, can I, not just by like the big episode two looking rhino thing, like but by Jawas. Can I chime in with like, one thing real quick before we get into anything else? And maybe it's just me. He's not. He's not a Mandalorian, right? I think he is well, a adopted. He's a foundling, right? Which yeah. I assume means, means you're found. They adopted. Yeah. But I mean, the thing is, I don't think Mandalorians are super powered beings. That's not what I'm getting just from this. Very well I think they're just very well trained warriors that have a code that they adhere to, which allows them to be mm-hmm. like harder than everyone else. Like the idea of not taking the mask off or whatever, like like that that concept is mm-hmm. is like a dedication thing to their tribe. From what I'm getting from these episodes, so like I don't think he's. A super. I don't think he's like a superpowered being, like a force user would be. I just think he's a really, really well trained, like ride or die motherfucker. I just think that. But in the first episode, they said he's the best, and it's like I feel like that might be misinformation. Yeah, I mean, they, no, that, I mean it's it's a little off to me because I'm like I don't want him to be the best. Everything's easy. I I like that moment in this episode where he finally gets to the top and there's 15 Jawas there and they just fucking like him. No, falls I like love a, it. a fucking. I think, I think it's fantastic. It's a very I think Han that it Solo moment. expectations like. in the right way. Yeah, because like if he was just like fucking everything up, it'd be like, yeah, this is cool, but that's not a show. Yeah, I I, I do kind of. I also wonder. I think he is a badass. Yeah, I just think that we we're, we're seeing that he's not. Full on 100% assassin. Like, we saw him murder all these dudes in a bar. We saw him, you know, very nonchalantly zap an alien and, like, kind of be unfazed by it. So, I, I don't think that, like, this is a facade of any sort. I think he is kind of this awesome, cool assassin, but we're seeing him put in situations where he isn't super comfortable with. And, yeah, yeah at, the, at, at the end, that, but, like, yeah, 50 I mean, of them. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's hella, and it was like he was climbing up, which was such a cool scene. Because he was getting attacked, (laughs) fighting, and like handled it well until he gets to the top, and now there's ten people with guns aimed at him. Yeah, but also that's hard to react to. But also the Jawa thing that they talk about is their fortress. That's why it's so hard to get into that thing. So like the fact that he made it to the top was cool. Yeah. But the fact that he just like yeah he just got over you know I don't mind that I don't mind if the hero loses occasionally. Mm. In fact, it makes it way more interesting because it's like great now he has to figure out how to do something else. I think this episode played a lot more interesting to me. Than, than the first episode because he wasn't just 
He didn't just run in and go, hey, we're going to, oh, I, I know what to do. I see this thing. No one's going to shoot me because none of these people can actually hit anything. So I'm not really in any danger of ever being killed in this first episode. Whereas in this one, it's like, he's at the top. That's awesome. Oh, no, he's not. He's at the bottom again. <laughs> and like, and then when he goes to fight the the big horn thing, Rhino thing, at no point does he come close to winning. Oh, yeah. no. He and I like destroy, that. And it destroyed and it, his armor, which is so cool. Which the, is cool. In this show, they've built up. That a Mandalorian is just his armor and his weapons. Like yeah. that's what makes these guys special. And like for his armor to like be falling off against this rhino, it's it's like, I like what you're talking so about. So cool, this compromise the I, integrity. But I, I, de- I really thought a cool design touch was when he took the armor off, and you see that there's an electrical component to it, and you're like, oh, that's cool. There's actually yeah. technology in this. We armor. saw it's him at his most vulnerable at the end there, and mm-hmm. I thought that was not something that we'd see this early, where he his back was up against the wall, and he had to be saved. And I thought that was really cool. I, and I also think it's cool because from a storytelling perspective, like if he had stayed in the same, like uh, the same direction that he's always had, which obviously would make for a really boring story because you have to have your character go off in a different direction, like be confronted with his new talents so he can grow. Had he stayed there, yeah, he would have been a badass. It's the fact that he's starting to stray from that path where he's finding new challenges, which is what's fascinating to me. Like I obviously don't want him to continue to get his ass kicked, but I'm very interested to see where he's going as he's starting to form this bond with this thing that clearly is going to be is going to lead to a lot of trouble and maybe his urination. Yeah. The I, opening scene with the bounty hunters was so fucking cool too. Like yeah. I love that, that it just like the touch that it's just it immediately other starts. people. Yeah. Yeah. He wasn't the only one going after this. After this thing. I, which, I love which that. Is great. I love that sign because we you know we got that initial hint with the IG droid and then you you know is it's it the beeps? Motherfuckers. Is it the beeps yeah, yeah. that you hear? That you're yeah, the, 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 the tracker, fobs. Yeah. That's, oh, yeah. that's sort of like yeah, the fobs that sort of make you think, oh shit, he's They're not alone in this. Yeah. And then yeah, and three I, of them. I, th- I thought that was really cool. Really quick, I, di- I didn't really pick this up until my third viewing. I watched it uh, episode one last night oh, with okay. Alyssa. Like, How many times did you watch episode no, two no, no, this no, morning? No, no. <laughs> um, because she wanted to watch it, and IG eight IG eighty thing was 11. or mm, is it eleven? Yeah, yeah, this is bounty droid. Okay. The IG droid, you it was told to absolutely kill the thing, so it's getting hired from somewhere else. So you have to imagine there's a bunch of interested parties, not just uh, Warner Herzog's uh, character that's interested in this. So I think that well, the music I, is I, so good, and I feel like it's finally hitting a point. Like it's only been two episodes now, but I love the theme. I love that it keeps coming back. I love that they they have like the. All of just the the denouements and all the things that just like are feel character driven, and when there's the like fight scenes and stuff, it feels like it really kicks in. It starts feeling like a mix of Indiana Jones and Star Wars, and like that's super cool. I love that when the beeps of the the fob are going off, it kind of like turns into the Mandalorian theme when yeah. the child thing came up. I'm like this is Star Wars. Man. I don't know. If we, I don't know if we talked about the production design behind the the fobs last week. I can't remember if we did, but I I, I love it. Because it's so low production, but it reminds me of the original Star Wars, sure. where it's like somebody just grabbed some literal cable, pinched it together, and shoved it in a car key thing, <laughs> and that's it. And it just has a little beeper on it, but it looks just janky enough to be like an original thing that's been around for a real long oh, yeah, time. It's lived just, in. And it's yeah. been, you know, it's like it's like um, like a supermarket uh, uh, shopping cart. There's forty of them. They're kind of rustic. They've been used forever. They just keep passing these fobs around to all these these bounty hunters. Yeah. I think it's a really cool touch. Uh, real quick, uh, more for bearer for the table too, I guess though. To the thing of the droid was there to kill. I did notice that, but I just thought it's because the droid's binary. Well, because remember the guy gives the mission to the Mandalorian. He's like, "We want him alive," and then Warner Hirschberger, whatever the fuck his name is, like, "Hey man, like I understand though. If you kill him, you kill him." I'm assuming that like he had a similar conversation with the droid. I was like, "Kill it." Uh, yeah. Well, it, that conversation it was like, if need be, like kill it. But 
you'll get paid more if you bring it back alive. Yeah, but I, the I, IG I, unit was like the way it said it was like the order was strict. It is set to kill. Like maybe we that, have maybe to kill it, you know, so. Goggles Man wasn't there to give out the different order. Mm-hmm. I think it's. I don't think there's multiple people. I think it's all. I think. I think they're hiring. Everyone. Werner Hirschberger gave it to everybody in cinema. Hirschberger, yeah. huh? Like so, Trish, Trish's uncle. <laughs> Last <laughs> week, a big uh, criticism that was talked about was the the fact that he has a mask on the whole time and it's mm-hmm. hard to connect and all that stuff. I love that this episode is like, fuck you guys, fuck all of that. We're going to go 10 minutes before a single line of dialogue happens. And you're going to give a shit. You're going to care. There's a baby. There's a guy in a suit. Yeah. I was in the entire time, and I think they do such a good job of having a story be told and have characters like start to grow in front of us without the need to see people emote and to, to have dialogue back and forth. It's literally, this episode is 32 minutes. Only 32 minutes and 10 minutes of it, there's not a single line of dialogue. I think I think it's because we know, I think a lot of that, <clears throat> us pulling for him, right? You, you know, us becoming more connected with this sort of mysterious being um, has become a lot stronger because obviously there's something at risk. We see what's at, we see what's at play here and it's a cute fucking... This is the cutest Gizmo thing. Let's just put it this way. It's the cutest thing in the galaxy. Yeah. By far. Easily. Um, and now that we see that, and it, it, again, like Nick was mentioning earlier, it humanizes him. We, we, this has become more than just a job. This is like, you know, there's blood on the line. <laughs> and yeah. we see it right there, and it's fucking adorable, and we want to protect it at all costs. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, and I, I like Pedro Pascal's performance. It gets very, very difficult to emote with a mask on. And there's moments in this where you actually do feel it, and I'm like, good, good on you. That's, that's actually really, really good. Like, you have basically your shoulders and your head, <laughs> like the top of your head, to get across a complex emotion of, like, I'm conflicted right now, and I think he does. Um, there, I mean, there's still some small production things in this that do stick out to me. Like, there is a lot of walking. Where it's like, to me, I'm like, a lot of the stuff, if it were a film, would be cut out. They just wouldn't have him walking slowly the entire time. Because as you start to look at the costumes, it's just, it's not oh, I, that I, great. But I like, know, the first time we see walking, I really dug it. Because it also shows the little, like, carrying thing floating behind him. And it's just so cool, like, where he, like, touches it to make it stop. And then he goes off to take down the the. Mm-hmm. Well, he yeah. also controls it with his wrist or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Oh, which that's I th- when they get attacked. Which right? I thought was not a cool moment. Like the you know the he, the big ri- flew it away. Or the or rhino guy is like going after him, and he just kind of like did did and then like. But I I wanted to see that kind of composed in a different way because that shot just. I'm with you where something fell off about it where it wasn't clear exactly what was going on because it kind of looked like he just. Force pushed him away, but no, I, I got it. I, he hit his thing first and then went like this. So you assume that yeah, like, the control is on his, yeah, 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 yeah. control on his they got it. I thought that was a cool moment. Wiimotes. And I thought I thought the whole fight was cool because it really did put him in a place where he's like, I am screwed. And it and that that is a great moment from from the writer's perspective because they're like, this thing's gonna save his life. And it's not going to know why it's saving his life because it's just this purely beautiful little thing. <laughs> and, like, it doesn't know what it's doing. It's it. just stopping. It's just, you know what I mean? And yeah. it, at the cost of its own, like, energy for, like, an yeah. entire day. Well, we, we see that earlier also with when he has those wounds yeah, and it's trying cut, to heal yeah. him. And it's, yeah. it's looking up. It's walking. It, it so keeps well. getting out of its little carriage <laughs> trying to heal. Like, no, I love and that he, the robe is so big on it. Yeah. <laughs> I also love it. You know what it reminds me of? Because Kevin has this hoodie that has that same wraparound. Like neck it's a thing. very comfortable hoodie. Gonna, it reminds me of Kevin the, uh, like Yoda. It reminds me of the IKEA monkey. Like it's just like a little thing in a <laughs> giant <laughs> suit, like kind of like yeah. really really tiny or whatever. But uh, th- yeah, w- when it first goes up to heal, obviously it's like it, it wants to fix 
his pain. Yeah. And we don't really know why or how it gets that. Again, it is 50 years old. Maybe that plays into it somehow. But it, it knows that this character that's been watching over me and caring for me is in pain. I want to heal it. But I love the idea that it plays off as like such a um, like a, a movie as a, we would watch as kids, where the person, the 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 main character who is obviously Pedro Pascal, is like, no, 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 what the fuck are you doing? Get back yeah. in here! Like he's totally unaware that this whole thing is trying to heal me, and well, it plays to, off like a Disney Channel original movie that yeah. I like. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that you have to imagine you're like, I mean, it asks, it asks a lot of really fun questions, right? Like, does he not remember Yoda? Like, does he not have context for what that great Jedi Master was? And probably not. Well, by yeah. the yeah. by the end of this episode, it's pretty clear that both uh, the uh, McNulty got not McNulty, the Nick, Nick, Nulty. Nick Nulty and uh, you will call him McNulty from there now. We go. Like Mick Eleven. Yeah. <laughs> Mick, Nick, Nick Nulty and uh Mandalorian, both of them are like, What what happened? He's like, I don't know what happened. Yeah. Like yeah, they so don't know about the force, which is I mean is it's been like cool. what, twenty five years, twenty four years since like the Jedi Order fell? <sighs> I mean right? the purge. Uh, It'd be more than that, right? I think I mean, it was 19, nineteen years plus five, right? Or I guess I don't know no, how long. No, it's nineteen the original, years plus the original six because it's a. I think it's six years between A New Hope and Jedi, Return of Jedi. the Jedi. That's still all foggy though. Plus that, five, yeah, though, it's right? it's like five or plus six. Five, yeah. uh, so, so it's about so thirty years. years. Yeah. yeah, thirty so, years would be enough for you to be like, I don't really have. Con- I mean, you wouldn't know what Yoda was because Yoda has been gone for thirty years, or yeah. even longer than that, maybe. Well, and you also got to assume that his upbringing. No, he's been in hiding. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. For 30 years. His, his whole upbringing wasn't this normal thing where he's getting educated in a right, like a right. normal yeah, school. Yeah, he grew up in like, sewer with sewer, yeah. eating sewer rats. Yeah. And I don't know how he eats either. He must have just like made him crawl up the top of the mask. Because you, know, you have to imagine they never take the mask off. Yeah, that, that is interesting. I never thought about that before. Induction if they board. never take, yeah. Also, bi- also bye bye blowjobs. You know what I mean? Like, you're not getting one of those things anytime soon. Well, not for <laughs> Jesus Christ. Mandalores only bang Mandalores. That's our code. Such is our code. What do they say? This is our code. This, this is a way. This is our way. <laughs> <laughs> this is our code. <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> when also when they were uh, telling him to give up his weapons to the Jawa, to, like to so they could talk. He's a Mandalore, and, and he was like, "It's in my religion." You know, like the like weapons are well, part of yeah. my religion. It was, it was such a cool line of like, "Yep." They gotta have a moment though. I, there was the moment in the first one that we watched it again. I was like, when the when the uh, stormtroopers are like, they got the guns on him. He's got their guns. I like, like those odds. He's like, we have, instead of that, it, we're, I like those odds. I wish he'd have been like, do I look like I'm concerned? Like I wish they would play more into the fact that you can't see what he looks like behind it. You know? Oh, but anyway. Yeah, I thought the visual effects in this one were a big step up from the first were, one, and I think it's because. Uh, you're not as distracted when it's like alien rhino things as when yeah. it's like a blue dude. S- speeder ship oh. that like comes up and it's just like it just looked wrong uh, in the first one and like this to me the criticism I had last week of like oh this didn't lo- live up to the hype of the trailer this did live up to the hype totally. where I was like man this is movie quality shit in a TV show yeah. and I loved that it was 30 minutes because yeah. it, like, it was a packed 30 minutes yeah. of stuff and like, it went so so, by so quick scenes. and it was one of those things where like it ended and I was like I kind of want to watch it again. <laughs> It's st- it's still yeah. to me a little thin. Uh-huh. Like it still to me feels like there's the world's not as populated as I want. And again, I know there's there's it's a budgetary thing, but I really wish there was like infinite money they could have thrown at this thing so they could have put like ten to twenty more million dollars into each episode. Because I want I the effects are enough for me where I'm like, okay, I care about what's happening with the characters, so that that's fine. But like even him climbing the 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 thing the sound caller there were moments of it where you're like that needed like two more takes because he just kind of clumsily like falls a little bit and I don't think he was supposed to I think he just like can't really move in the armor that well as I I thought the sound caller thing was fantastic there was one visual thing where a Jawa got 
kicked off and like kind of hits the ground and like the digital effect on that looked, yeah, it did look good. pretty bad. Yeah. Where did just, you, like, kind of disappeared. Did you rewatch it on Disney Plus? Yes. Okay. This morning. Yeah. But like, there's that one. You know, it, it looked great in theaters. I thought it, it all. It looked good at yeah. home. I thought it looked. Yeah. yeah it looked, I thought it looked better in theaters. Oh yeah. I, I think so too. There's but just like, something about it yeah, that kind of like. I wish we could watch the rest in theaters. That was a really great cool. experience. Yeah. It, it was. It did help watching it in theaters. Because I think I think the 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 fact that it's being projected is hides a little bit of the like the fakeness of the the digital effects, but also the sound. Whatever what, whatever little uh, problems I would have with the visuals, I couldn't focus on because the sound was so fucking much better than it was when I was watching it at home. Because you're in surrounds. I mean, you're in a fucking theater, and so when the shit hit, when blasters hit, you're like, whoa, that was that's that's that to me is so iconically Star Wars. Where you're sitting in a movie theater and you hear that like back at the wheel, you know that like ricochet of the the thing off and the Jawas were obviously I, hilarious. Before we move on, this episode is brought to you by HelloFresh. <laughs> With HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit, you can get easy seasonal recipes and pre-measured ingredients delivered right to your door. All you have to do is cook and enjoy. HelloFresh makes cooking delicious meals at home a reality regardless of your comfort in the kitchen. From step-by-step recipes to pre-measured ingredients, you'll have everything you need to get a wow-worthy dinner on the table in just about 30 minutes. It's true. Uh, a couple nights ago, Gia made me the the cherry balsamic pork chops. Yeah, baby. And yeah, 30 really minutes really or less. It. Next thing I know, I'm chowing down on some of these chops and woo-wee. What if I ordered more and had it sent and she makes it and you bring it to the office? I could do that. Let's do that. I could do that. that uh, break out of your dinner rut with HelloFresh's 20 plus seasonal chef curated recipes each week. Uh, You can add extra meals to your weekly order as well as yummy add-ons like garlic bread and cookie dough. Easily change your delivery dates, food preferences, and skip a week whenever you feel like it. Uh, You can get nine meals free with HelloFresh by going to HelloFresh.com slash Morning9 and using code Morning9. Go to HelloFresh.com slash Morning9 and use code Morning9 to get nine free meals with HelloFresh. Now, it's time to escape the invasion. You've got to check out this game called Escape the Invasion. It's all about immersive experiences, and they just announced the launch of their new post-apocalyptic-themed subscription box. Picture this scenario, Andy. Okay? You're in the middle of a post-apocalyptic world that's been ravished by a deadly virus inflicted by aliens. Would you survive? I think so, Tim. Well, there's only one way to find out. you got to go to escapetheinvasion.com slash morning for 20% off your first box. That's escapetheinvasion.com slash morning for 20% off your first box. They send you the box. It's an escape room in a box. You don't even need to leave your house to escape the invasion, Andy. I love that, Tim. Mm-hmm. Again, you can go to escapetheinvasion.com slash morning for 20% off your first box. Uh, that's pretty cool. Next up, Honeybook. You've got to check out. Nope. that's. I'm off my game today, guys. I apologize. Uh, it's okay, Tim. Us here at this table. Greg. Nick. Hi, everybody. We had to start a business, right? We did. How hard was that? Hard. Very hard, right? I thought it would be a lot easier than it was, but then it was like, <laughs> no, this is not easy at all. It's hard. Yeah. yeah. Even when you're your own boss, <laughs> be, along with being the CEO, you also have to be the accountant, the marketing manager, creative director, executive assistant, and all these other things. And then a lot of stuff like falls falls through the, the wayside, and that's not fun at all. Um, but here's the thing. HoneyBook can come in. HoneyBook is an online business management tool that organizes your client communications, <laughs> bookings, contracts, and invoices all in one place. It's perfect for freelancers, entrepreneurs, or small business owners that want to consolidate services they already use, like QuickBooks, Google Suite, Excel, and MailChimp. With HoneyBook, you can automate your busy work. They have easy-to-use templates for emails, proposals, brochures, and invoices. Uh, and right now, HoneyBook is offering you guys 50% off when you visit HoneyBook.com morning. Payment is flexible, and this promotion applies whether you pay monthly or annually. You can go to HoneyBook.com morning for 50% off your first year. That's HoneyBook.com slash morning. 
Kev, you're gonna say something. I was gonna say we use a bunch of those programs, and it'd be nice to have some place where it's consolidated. Yeah, no, but before the ads, you were about to say something about uh, this here Mandalorian. What were we talking about right before that? I don't know, but I, I, what are your thoughts overall? I uh, I really really enjoyed episode two, where like, I oh I my my what I was gonna say was the response to what Nick said about the world feeling empty. I I felt like the world that we were in was meant to feel empty. So like. You know, that where Nick Nolte. Yeah, I guess the only I guess that's a fair around. criticism. Right? Yeah. This is a desert, it's a deserted planet. Yeah. And, Which uh, and yeah, is it, is it Tatooine? I un- like I understand that that. Uh, I don't think so. I, I mean, think so. Because the, there's I, two suns, right? The the thing is for me is the Jawas and the Sandcrawler. Yeah, this feels Tatooine, but we yeah. just don't know, and they didn't say. Right, so. right, right. I feel like but Jawas are just anywhere there's a desert planet. They're just there's Jawas. I like yeah. that. And Sandcrawlers. Yeah. Also, man, I really really enjoyed seeing someone attack. The Sandcrawler, because that's something that I, I've never even thought about before. Yeah. And like, yeah, it is a like big fortress that like even if you can climb up to, suddenly you have to deal with ten little Jawas. And boy, do I hate Jawas! The thought of them stealing all my shit when I'm not there—that's got to be the most frustrating. Like, I, I got to imagine that's how Joey felt when she walked to her car and her car was broken into. Mm. But <laughs> except you're walking up to a ship that is your only uh, mode of transportation yeah. off the planet. And it is torn to shreds, and there are, and it's not only that there are like engine pieces missing; there are visible holes in the walls. <laughs> Everywhere. I mean, they did that shit fast. Damn. Yeah, he yeah. was only gone for like a day. <laughs> they took that thing apart. Yeah. You, you I, feel like they the found numbers, it in about right? a half hour. They're like, "All right, yeah. let's get this. You're on the wheels. You're on the wheels." They, they know what they're doing, right? The only two shots in this that I, I really didn't like, uh, I thought that they the showing the ship be all broken when he like looks over and sees the one of the engines like mm-hmm. kind of like oh, yeah, yeah, smoke like, like, yeah. thing. Or it's like, and then he looks over try? and sees the other one, and I'm like, he didn't need to see both <laughs> yeah. of them not and, working. And then later, when it works, he looks at it. Yeah, it well. one turns on, and then the other turns on. It's like. It's cool. just weird. And that's yeah. the thing. It's, it's a minor criticism, but that's... Very small. That happens a lot for this. Like, there's a lot of shots in this that I'm like, that would normally have been cut out, I think, if this were... If we were in a two-hour-long movie where we needed to tell a lot more story. But in this, we linger on stuff a lot. Like, in the first episode, obviously, he's just walking around a lot. And I feel like if I were an editor and this were a major motion picture, I'd be like, we gotta cut this out. This is too much... The audience is like, we get it. He's walking in this town. We don't need to see I, him walking everywhere. I ever really well. like yeah. the walking because I feel like it's always backed up with landscape shots and, and music that kind of like yeah. sets the the tone of Western. it all. Yeah, it feels mm-hmm. it feels it feels deliberate, not like something that they would cut out. Mm-hmm. But the something that I do think that should have been cut is uh, the, near the end when he's fighting and he gets knocked down, and it's the weird like slow mo. Oh, that was terrible thing. It's like what? Why? Fake slow mo should never be ever be used. Never there's be there's used. zero excuse to use that in any in in a, in a modern. Uh, digitally acquired uh, uh, television show or movie. That's just that's someone saying, "Hey, we need more of a dramatic beat here," and they go, "Well, I guess we'll just do a after or a, a premiere slow down yeah. by you know <laughs> just speed slow down it, yeah, yeah. Sp- a speed ramp." And it's like, "Oh God, that's so bad!" And you can tell because it's shuddery and it's terrible. Yeah, if you're gonna do slow mo for Christ's sake, just film, film it, it slow at 120 or 200 frames per second when you're acquiring the image. If not, leave it the fuck alone. I Cut away to, to a sun. I want to go back to talking about the the <laughs> Cut away. Because I think the music is so... I was talking to Nick about this. I feel like it's so alien to what we're used to for a Star Wars movie. And there are, you know, sort of the typical Star Wars triumphant music moments. Mm-hmm. But so much of it is this kind of weird Tarantino Western guitar riffs or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then we had that really cool synth. 
That's which, what I love. I love that it's goddamn thing, but recorder. it's also really cool. We learned in the Q&A session. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Thanks for oh, showing really? up on time, Andy. Yeah, yeah the oh, composer man. talked a lot about it. Oh, so yeah. The, theater. Greg, Greg took notes because there's 15 hours of <laughs> Do you know that Dice Brallis Howard is one of the directors this season? Dice Brallis Howard? Dice. Who do you want to make? Can you help me make fun of Andy or you're going to turn on No, no, no. When you say Andrew Dice Brallis Howard, I'm like, it's a Star Wars my, my dad was unhappy. I was drinking two fuzzy tontons. Oh, it took them both. <laughs> he sucked, man. I know. Um, yeah, that was the that Q&A was, was terrible. But I, I do love the music. There's one q and I don't love um, it, where it goes super positive, and you're like, oh, everything's going to be okay. I don't love that about that. It was a criticism I had of the music of Rogue One as well, where like the main theme of Rogue One, I'm like, this is really cheerful. For a movie that we all know that everyone, like from the start of it, yeah. you know everyone's going to die at the end. And the very first music cue is like, hey, 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 everything's going to be okay. Yeah. And you're like, it's, I don't think it is. There's one moment that, that that you're talking about where it's him and the baby Yoda, whatever yeah. the hell it is. Yoda's. They like come over and I think it's like the sand crawler's about to close. And then uh, Nick Nolte like, is like waiting for him and he like looks over and then it, the camera goes. And then, yeah, it is like weirdly... Like everything's great, and then it was back with the hairy egg. And that was, I mean, to be fair, the hairy egg thing I thought was hilarious. Yeah. But the Jawas eating it, I'm like, this looks bad. This is so TV. <laughs> like when they all start meshing around it, and I'm like, oh god. Oh, what I didn't think that. The fucking sure. Jawas are so gross with the gross. little hands. I, the egg stuff it. was so great, where they're just like the, hairy egg the Maluka or whatever. They're just yeah. like, Maluka, just, Maluka, Maluka, and then like they kept doing it, and then when they cut to the inside the ship where he's like. Look like all, all pissed off and squished. Like, and then one of them just looks, Maluga. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I thought all that they stuff was... They were so excited for it, man. I thought all that stuff was really cool because we... I, I think we go into this assuming that this egg is going to have some magnificent power. Well, I thought it was going to be a rhino egg they were going to sell. Yeah. yeah. They were like, I oh, this so thing's too. like worth a million dollars. But instead, it's just like, we love this snack. It was a snack, which is just like, you know, silly as fuck to me. But... Uh, but the snack the, the, they can't get on their own. The, yeah. yeah, true. There's that scene where like um, egg. You where when he first enters the cave and you hear the blasts going off, I thought, oh, they're just going to mail this in. We're not going to see the actual fight. And then he gets knocked the fuck out, and then the battle ensues, and I'm like, oh, okay, I'm glad they're doing this because I want to see how he's going to take on whatever was in there. And then yeah. we see the thing, and I think this is where this is probably the best part of the episode where we see this struggle and we see him ready to die, and we see him just, like, f- looking super weak against Something that, that I think is really cool, and I don't know if it was on purpose, I have a feeling it was, but this creature looks very similar to one of the ones that they fight at the end of episode two in the yeah. arena. Mm. And, uh... That one had I don't more know tusks, if you re- but... It, yeah, it's definitely a different creature, yeah, yeah, but yeah. it's similar. Different but do you remember genus. who took him down? Yeah, Django. Django Fett. Yeah. And the way he took him down, it was like one, one shot to really perfectly timed shot, and the thing just goes down. Mm-hmm. Comparing that to this, I think it's a really cool thing to show. Like similar looking people, it's like they're totally different power levels, and well, I enjoyed that a lot. I like the scene for for the, for all those reasons, as well as the fact that it harkens back to Luke fighting the Rancor, mm. where you're like he is overpowered and doesn't know how to deal with this thing, and he just kind of like throw a rock haphazardly throws a rocket at the door <laughs> instead of using. And I like that, right? I like that Luke was like, "Oh my god, I, I thought I was a Jedi. And I've been telling everyone I'm a Jedi Knight. I'm not really though. Like I don't know how to deal with this big thing." It, I thought it was cool, and I thought um, I, I, I want to give a special shout out to the design of I don't know if it was CG or the puppet, um, but when the thing's laying on the ground and its tongue's hanging out of its mouth, mm-hmm. I was like, that looks horrifying, and it was re- I thought it was really well done. After was like that real? 
I don't know. I, I feel like really it was good. digital the whole time until it was on the ground, and that was the moment I'm like, fuck yeah, they actually made it just to make this shot look cooler. It looked great. Yeah. Whatever it was, that that actually, that was real to me. Um, and I also want to give another shout out to, the, to things that actually took me out a little bit, but I loved, so I'll forgive, which was the actual use of a puppet for Yoda. Which, when, when he's walking, I'm like, it looks oh, like there was I someone's hand it. in it, and I'm like, if that's a fucking puppet... It doesn't look good, but I am in. But it, I am all in. It, it also easy. looks like a small, like a very small, like right before they hit toddlers, like walking, where like they don't have the balance down yet. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, but but I, I liked it because it didn't, like, it's hard to describe, but it didn't look great, but it looked organic. Mm-hmm. It felt it like someone bright. was actually moving it. Yeah. And I feel like it, I, I want it so badly to be a practical puppet. Because I think a lot of it was like when you first see him, obviously that's CG. Like when he, when his eyes are opening and like his little, little yeah. hand comes out, that's all CG. But I think there are things in this where they're like, just stick a, stick your hand up the puppet and just make it happen. And it, it looks cool. But he eats the fucking frog. I love it. He's like, no, get to spit that out. <laughs> <laughs> I want um, this thing so I, bad. I also want to give a shout out to that oh, scene don't worry, you right will. before um, they, like, uh, when he goes in to fight the rhino and the, everything is dark and you don't know what's happening and you just hear the blasters from the outside and then he gets thrown. What a cool, like, perfect scene that, like, reminded me like the, the Bounty Hunter game, you know, like just those cool action scenes, like so rad. Shout right. out to the Harry Egg. As a newly Gross. reformed Star Wars fan. Yeah. Where are you at with this? What does that mean? I don't know. He's uh, back in Star Wars now. Now he's really in. He was never in. Well, I've, now, always, been, I've always been as in as I Greg's, was, but Greg's, then coming off the game, I'm super high because I love the game so much. It's right. great to have right. another great Star Wars game. Cool. Um, I enjoyed it. Like I again wasn't creaming my jeans. Wasn't creaming my jeans about it at all. Like I think it, it's fun. I like where it's going. For me, it's uh, what I, I think it's back to what we were talking about with Nikki uh, last episode, where I think when it's all said and done, it's going to have been a great ride. But in these like drip format things, like I'm like, no, all right, like for real. And I know that I'm not saying anything about episode three, but I really enjoyed being able to roll right in episode three. Yeah, that three. was nice. And if I hadn't, I would have been like, oh man. We waited, and granted, this is different because we're not a week, but like, we on also a weekly, watched a four hour QA with actors, which is my least favorite thing sure. to watch before. But this. on a weekly format, like, I think this episode would have been like, for me personally, just like, no, okay. Like, I get it. I get the characterization. I like spending time with this guy, but I wish I could binge all this. I wish I could keep going because yeah. I wasn't like, you know, okay, I, cool. I, this like, is fun. I, yeah, the job was suck. Yeah, cool. I'd be done with this series by now. Not not like mentally. I'd be like, if we could binge this, I would have watched it. Today. Oh yeah, so of course, yeah. yeah, yeah. Easily. That's the way to do and it. I would have been like, that's really cool. And I think I think because so much of this is supposed to be filmic, I think because they're trying to be so cinematic, it's it's. I'm in this weird space mentally where I'm like, okay, I'm getting vibes of this wanting to be a movie. And and John Favreau even talked about it like As it a movie, was a film. Yeah, yeah. He was like, well, we were, we were we were making the film is what he said. I was like, okay, so you guys were thinking about this as one long story and obviously we're, we're getting it in 40 minutes 30 minutes 20 minutes here i just want it all i, I want them to just recut it into a movie and let it let it just ride and let me watch the whole thing from start to finish see i feel like as long as they keep having the the cliffhanger stuff then it, it feels episodic to me in, in the right way and I, that, did you think this one ended on a cliffhanger though yeah he has force powers that's really cool but it doesn't it's end not on a cliffhanger, cliffhanger. though well, it doesn't need to end, but I mean, just like, like not, not cliffhanger, but like it leaves you with something where you're like, oh shit, where are they going? Oh, yeah, I push, mean, I'm, it, I know? still have Him fun walking around, I think, around. is interesting enough. Don't get me wrong. It's just like, okay, cool. Like, like I want more action. I want to see what's going on. I want to, I want to keep the story moving. Yeah, I, I do. This t- is a fun. This was, this wasn't getting to point A to point B. This was the middle of. Between the points, I agree with Tim. Where th- this him having force powers is such a huge factor, and w- we obviously see it towards the end. It, it isn't. 
it's not the final shot. Yeah, it's not the final but. shot, but it still makes you wonder what. Oh shit! What does this mean for episode three? Well, you know, uh, uh, is he actually going to give him back? Is he going to get off the planet? Like, I think it leaves a lot to the imagination. Of yeah, I mean, it definitely does. And like to, to me, like I was very lukewarm on last week's episode, on the first episode, until that last when we finally see him. I'm like, oh, this is something interesting. This is something we could really get when he lifts the rhino, when the Yoda character lifts the rhino. I'm like, okay. This is this is going to be really cool. The, whatever, however, this is going to play out. I'm feeling that this thing, with that one little move of it being a force user, and we know that we haven't seen for like Jedi's or force users in a really really long time. This thing is super valuable, and if he sides with this thing and decides to go against the Imperials, he is going to be in a very bad spot. That is a really cool and interesting moment for me. Um, We're getting into Last of Us and Logan territory with like you know, it's the, very Logan. Yeah. The, it very the strong very, dude with the yeah. special That's a perfect small example being. where he's like, I don't want any part of this shit. I just want to get the job done, buy my yacht, take my old dad out who's senile out on the yacht. Presumably sail him out, sink the yacht. I have survived because I'm impervious to everything. Professor X is dead. Is that how that was supposed to play out? Yeah, I can't remember. Definitely yeah, not. Absolutely nailed it. No, I mean, there's there's a lot of interesting elements in this. And I think that, like, I you know, I had some harsh critiques of the visuals last week. And there is still some stuff in this that, that stands out. I don't think they quite nailed the cinematic style of it. But I'm very interested to see what's going to happen with the Mandalorian and this. we got to figure out the name of this thing because we can't keep calling it Yoda. It's not Yoda. It's called the child. The child, Let's yeah. just keep calling it the, the child. child. The baby. Um, I'm gonna call I, it Yodelini. I, I, I'm gonna call it Yodelini. Um, no, don't do That's that. Please Yoda. don't do that. Yodelini. Yodi. Nope. Yodi. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm curious to see where the story goes with like the child because it's like, what what use for like the people that want to kill it? Okay, I understand that. In several hundred years, this might be a problem, but like for the people that are protecting it, that like it seems like because it's not like it's gonna become intelligent anytime soon, right? It's still a child, like a. It seems we don't know different we development. Don't know. Yeah, so one year old, it might be able. I mean, to my theory it. that uh, is, is going around is the the guy, like the doctory dude from the first episode, has an emblem that is from Camino. When which I is rewatched the planet, mm. when I rewatched episode one, I tried real hard. Didn't didn't see the emblem anywhere. Yeah, so. there's like screenshots I okay, saw cool. that, that they were like comparing it. But I mean, it's like maybe they're trying to jack him to clone him, and the clones we know can age faster. So it's like, makes, that's makes I mean, makes what, well, I mean whatever. 50, so he hasn't aged faster. Whatever the Imperials or the, or the last. No, but if they clone him, then the clones would uh, age faster. Yeah. Well, I mean, whatever they have, they, it's not a good thing. Whatever they're going to use this thing for, it's not good. Maybe they, maybe they're turning over a new leaf. Yeah, maybe. You know yeah. what I mean? Second chance, everybody. <laughs> but like, I, but but that's that's those are the questions that I'm very curious about, and just curious to see where it's going to go. What is if if he decides to not give this thing back? What is he going to do? Does he have to go find other Force users to give this thing to? I mean, we don't know. We know for sure that nobody knows what where Yoda came from, right? Like what what his species is, or like there's not that many of them. We don't know if in In their in in canon. We don't know. Yeah, we we just don't know. But yeah, I mean, so presumably, like, it's not like he looked at it and he's like, "Oh, that's a Wookiee. I know to take it back to Kashyyyk." Like, what the hell is he going to do with it? He's going to have to find someone that knows what this thing is, and that's cool. I don't know who that person is, but hey, I bet we'll find out. You think the reasons why was he just why called dead, a, yeah. he just yeah. calls the afterlife? Yeah, I mean, yeah, what the, is that, is that yeah, the craziest thing that happens yeah. in this fucking movie? Yeah, that's true. You think Yoda made up that rule that you can't bang just because he was he couldn't bang? Sure, totally. Because he didn't have like a, he was like I'm jealous. Yaddle. Like, yeah, <laughs> like I don't have my. But he had Yaddle. <laughs> I don't know that he made that rule up per se. There was a bunch of books. No, they but found maybe in he just changed that, it. Is what I'm saying. That's like, fair. I had a vision of a new rule last night. No banging. Like how the Pope just kind of changes stuff sometimes, and it's like that's cool. We're cool. We cool with that. <laughs> All right, well, ladies and gentlemen, that has been episode two, chapter two, The Child of the Mandalorian. Uh, next week, we will return with 
Star Wars in review, Rogue One, baby, on Tuesday. And then on Friday, The Mandalorian, Chapter 3. Until then. Have a child!